For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 34. It seems like we've done more episodes than time has passed, right? Wow. I mean, 34 is a lot. Mm. That's like, it's a long time. It's the number of the house I grew up in, 34 Oxford. 34? Uh-huh. I was 48, 48 Davison Avenue. Uh-huh. Now one of the guys that was uh, in The Sopranos lives in the house. Oh, really? Really? Which one? Are you guys that? Yeah. The, the gay mobster, the one that they like, they kill because they find out he's going to the gay, the oh, gay yeah. bars. Do you ever no, watch the Sopranos? I want they, like, to, though. They catch, <laughs> they catch him in like a leather, like a, like a leather village people's oh, yeah. outfit with like a, like a, like a, uh, like, like the like guys from Cleveland. Remember Should we Cleveland? pause and start over? <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to keep yeah. going. The, the claw convention. Um, yeah. So he, Wait, uh, he lives in the house. Leather. And whips. I don't know. Is that what it was? I don't know, but it's funny. Uh, a weird little story. I was at my local wood supplier, and there was a guy there I was talking to, and he's like, oh, you make stuff? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, me too. I says, what do you make? He goes, ah, I don't know if you really oh, want to know. And I go, all right. <laughs> and I notice this. Oh, le- this episode is taking a turn. Yeah, I notice his leather suspenders. He goes, I make stuff for, like, the adult market. He goes, kind of like... Like, he whispers, bondage. I go, oh, I know your type. I said, I was on an event out in Cleveland. He goes, oh, the Claw event? This was just oh last week. God. I go, were you there? He goes, yeah. I says, oh, I was there with my buddy Chris. He was the one that was nervous in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we couldn't find that yeah, Starbucks, dude. remember? Yeah, well, we I think, I think we I'm like, I'm not going there, guys. Yeah, There's plenty of Starbucks. Starbucks ain't so, worth that. <laughs> For those that don't know, um, this was 2019, mm-hmm. right? Tw- yeah. The 2019 uh, spring makeup. That was where Corona Cleveland. started in that Acro- hotel. <laughs> Across the street from the hotel that everyone was staying at, there was a, uh, a leather accessories um, convention going on. And uh, yeah. we, we kept seeing the droves of people walking in with all sorts of uh, Actually, interesting I will sh- apparel. I will share a picture of myself. On the handmade podcast. There you go. That's, Remember, I took the picture with the guy. Mm-hmm. That's the reason to go. Remember, and then <laughs> funny My enough, is. <laughs> that same that same trip on the way home from Ohio, we met. Those two like uh, monks. those two like clergy monks. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. The beards just like Derek. Yeah. That yeah. was a fun trip. Oh, that was God. the best was so trip, funny. I think. Honestly, that was the best. That trip. was. That was so. Dude, we met trip. dog. I can't wait to do another. Uh, 
We met Dog yep, the Bounty Hunter Dog on that the trip. Bounty Hunter that trip. Uh, I thought Jimmy yep. was gonna. Uh, we went to Niagara Falls for the first time. Oh, that was time. the best. Paul got oh, to see yeah. Dude, because Derek did not want to go. He was so worried about <laughs> missing his welding class, which ended up being yeah. like, yeah. you know, didn't even matter at all because yeah. it was like just a big, yeah. you know, you could do whatever you wanted the entire trip. Well, anytime yeah. I'm Dude, heading somewhere, he was on a we, mission when we detour through Niagara yeah. Falls. It's like you know what. I've been there. My last time at Niagara Falls was a bad experience with Uh-oh. my family. You know, my it just I don't want to get into it. Well, then you have a good now, experience with your new family. Yeah, so. yeah, we had a yeah. great time. That was such that was a fun cool. trip. Yeah, the six of us shared a bedroom. It was Dude, great. how about that? Yeah, I forgot I about wait. that. Oh no, we didn't know because I said, you know what, guys? No, 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 no I'm not no. doing this. I got my own yep. room, and I like yep. Chris to stay with me. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm not right. sleeping I, on I the floor some dirty hotel. We, me and Paul got a weird Airbnb. Oh, that was after, right? yeah. Oh, that right. Airbnb you in Ohio. You secured that afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was my yeah. first. Because it was yeah. like that was my first Airbnb experience. Oh no, I think I think the hotel. It was. was fully it was. I think that's why we wound up yeah. in the yeah. Airbnb, and then I found an Airbnb like close by. Um, you know, in hindsight, we probably should have stayed at the oh, leather hotel God, just to that. like really make that trip memorable forget for that. you, Paul. Um, but that was a that was a that really was a trip. fun trip. Yeah. That was a really fun trip. I can't wait till we can do shit like that again. You know, twenty twenty three. Yeah, probably. But you know, now we don't need to go anywhere. We have Clubhouse. Yeah. If anybody that you want to see or don't want to see is on Clubhouse. I was talking to and Derek. To everybody with an Android. I was talking to Derek about you, this. There's another reason. Can, can Clubhouse? I keep mm-hmm. getting these alerts from people on Clubhouse. Like it'll be like twelve thirty. I'm trying to sleep, and they'll be like inviting me to Clubhouse. I'm like, guys, I'm not coming out. Like. Like I appreciate the invite, yeah. but I don't know if they could tell that I'm just on my on my phone or like how does that work? No, I think I think it just sends notifications. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Like I, I might have to like do it. Yeah, we got to do incognito mode. It's like because as soon as you go on, it's like people are like you know, hey, this room, this room, and I think once you're in the room, you can kind of go private. But I don't know if you can just roam around private. I don't think so. And I was actually just I, I this is one of the things I wanted to talk about today was like how you guys have been liking it. And I know Derek and I talked about it. And so what I found the the only problem that I found with it was like yesterday I was driving. Uh, I had to drive to a couple of jobs, look at some stuff, and I was like, you know, I I was listening to. Um, Jeff Fader's new podcast episode, and then for some reason my podcast player wasn't working. It, like, just stopped working. Um, So I was like, oh, well, I didn't really want to listen to the radio, so I went on Clubhouse. And I just wanted to listen to what everyone else was talking about in this room. And then I get in, and then, you know, somebody starts asking me a question, and and as soon as I got in the room, and everybody that – if anybody that was in that room listens to this, they'll know exactly the situation, but – they were like, oh, I guess they were like, oh, Chris is here. And they were like, but Chris isn't raising his hand. I guess he doesn't want to talk to Ugh. us. And I was like, that's not the case. I just didn't, you know, like, I don't know. Every time I go in a room, someone asks a question. Yeah. And I didn't really, I just wanted yeah. to see what well, they were sitting on the about. toilet. So I get in and then, you know, yeah. And, I, and also too, I was like trying to use my navigation. So I, and you have to go in the app to unmute yourself. So I was like, it just didn't work out. And then I could only be in it for 15 yeah. or so minutes and I couldn't really leave in the middle of what we were talking about. So I wind up like being late and it just, sometimes I want to just like hear what everyone else is, is bullshitting about. Um, and I don't yeah, you know, necessarily have the ability to jockey back and forth to mute and unmute. If I got another on question on, think, on our little clubhouse experiment. There was a lot of people in that room. I didn't add them who added them. 
There was like what a lot mean? of people that Dang were just coming stuff. in the room, like that were able to speak. I'm like, how the hell did they get? Not that it was bad, but like, no, oh no, no, that no. would have oh, been me. That would have okay. been well, so I, well, I was every time someone would raise their hand, I oh, was okay, okay, because I had said like, if anybody wants to say anything, oh, like, come I come in see. and talk, but. I had uh, I had that was a public event. So anybody that follows me, you or Derek, since we were all like technically the hosts, oh, got notifications that we were having that room. So people that like the idea is that, you know, when you do a room like that, you and all your followers and everyone that, you know, interacts with you knows to like tune in. Like I know somebody posted like a scheduled room for later about like um like making money on YouTube and it's at like eight o'clock tonight and I got like five notifications gotcha. of it that it was coming up, you know. Um, what was interesting was I was talking to so I don't remember who was saying it yesterday. We were talking about how like cl- where does Clubhouse go from here mm. and where do they do they monetize it and how do they monetize it? And someone was saying, oh well, what they're what people are kind of talking about now is how people with big followings, you know, like. Um, uh, like the guy that started Craigslist, I think Derek was saying, was doing talks. And they were like, oh, they're going to start charging for their talks. And I was like, well, you know, I feel like I, personally I would rather pay for like Clubhouse Premium and get those for free than like have to decide what oh, I spend true. my money on. Like I'm not going to like pay to listen to Gary Vee say yeah. the same bullshit that he says on on <laughs> YouTube. Um, He's going to give you the more premium content on Club. He's really going to tell you the secrets on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, the secrets. But you know, it's like I, I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like if you I feel like it's a quick I, a quick way for people to like decide that their talk is valuable and then try to get money and either succeed or like horribly mm. fail. You know, because like imagine if you had to put a price on your YouTube video that you thought was going to be good and people were going to like. Yeah, you know, like you don't do that. You just watch all of them and you get some ads. Like I'd much rather there be. Like a, you know, a fee. I don't know. I don't know where Clubhouse goes and how they scale it, but I'm sure they're going to try to figure out a way to make money. Apparently, there's like six or seven million users now. For, well, first off, one of the most liberating thing was unfollowing Gary V. Oh, like, yeah. The best <laughs> day. It was just like, I just got so sick and tired of like thinking all my thoughts were wrong, but like <sighs> so passive aggressive, like, you know, and it was mm-hmm. like, so that was the first thing. Second was, um, <laughs> yeah, with the clubhouse thing, I was shipping out a lot of stuff last Sunday night. And same thing, I'm sure these people listen to this and they'll know. But I get, oh, so-and-so invite you up, you know, to, to talk. And I was like, you know, decline. So every person, it was only like 10 people went in. And, and, and it's the right thing. I'm the only one not, like, in the, the <laughs> yeah, club You were the thing. only listener. Yeah, the only listener. so they all felt bad for me. But I just wanted to listen. And afterwards um somebody had sent me a list i actually told chris i was going to forward it to him of like the do's and don'ts and the right etiquette i don't know if they got it right off a clubhouse but it was pretty good information and you can um change your profile so when you go into room it says just a listener so people don't you know keep asking you and stuff like that but i want to make sure like like i said i want to just be able to go on and not somebody who's following me be notified hey derek's in this room Mm. you know go go hunt them down because it's just like you said it's just if you want to kill some time you just want to hang out and listen to some stuff but i i you know i was like embarrassed to say it, but i was like listening the other night i'm i'm like snooping around and like paris hilton and these girls are talking and i go in the room and it just you know whether you like her or not i don't even know i don't know anything about her but it's just pretty amazing that you can just sit in and listen in a conversation i don't even know what they were talking about i was in it for like two probably minutes, something but, very uh, intellectual you know, listen to the guy 
and and oh, smart. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> but like the guy who started Craigslist, I was listening to him, and he mm-hmm. was like a really interesting dude. He was saying how like he wanted to help out, um, you know, with a lot of social causes, but he's very introverted and just doesn't know how to do, go about mm-hmm. it. And it was just really cool, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like these people, like you can literally just like sit in their living room and listen to what they have to say. So. It is. I, I thought it was the dumbest thing when I first seen it, but it is. I got to cool. listen to more rooms. Yeah, I, I you know I haven't done a good job of listening to a bunch of rooms. I've had a hard time like finding what I want to listen to. I know Ben Ueda has been doing a bunch of really good talks with like architects yeah. and um, designers, and I've listened to a couple of those. Um, because they structure yeah. it right, you know, and not to say that not not to like. I don't. I don't want to like we talk didn't. down on the kind of maker like. But I, a lot of the maker like rooms are, are little. There's no structure. Everyone's just kind of bullshitting, which I think can be really great. But like, I think um, you know there are definitely a lot of people that that have stuff to say that probably don't feel comfortable like responding. You know because they don't know people or whatever. But um, like I felt bad yesterday when I was in the clubhouse room because I was driving and I couldn't figure out how to get it from my car's mm. speaker to my headset and I could hear all the shit rattling around <laughs> in my van and I was like everybody in this must <laughs> fucking hate me because all they can hear is like like stuff moving around in the van and I was like I kept having yeah. to mute myself but anyway I think I think there's like a little bit of there's a little bit of still figuring out to do and I was talking to Derek about doing uh doing like a scheduled kind of room and I was talking to Jimmy about doing something about like hourly rates and like talking about you know how to charge Mm -hmm. because it's one of the biggest questions that I get is like how do you charge for these random things that you do you know that you you don't have like a like a labor rate like everyone else you know um so we're gonna do a little thing about that one other quick thing um the kid um I think his name's Matt he's been real active on him constantly getting uh yeah notifications yeah and I, I tell you, he was in a room with a couple guys. I don't know who they are. They they must be kind of um, big, like home, like developers down, like uh, the Cape or something like that. But they um, were talking about um, Rubio Monaco, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never used it. And they were talking about using it for floors. And I'm like saying to myself, like, holy shit! It's like if you are like a guy that does floors or whatever and mm-hmm. you need to like you're getting this information directly from like pros that are using it yeah. you know what i mean like that's like pretty amazing shit yeah like it just it was really cool and it's funny because um who was it that just asked me about it um rob rojas was mentioning rubio to me but i don't know if i recommended to him but i told him go find them and see if you know ask them and uh you know they had a lot of they, they knew everything about it you know mm-hmm. so it is. Uh, it can be pretty cool, I think. You know. I, yeah, and I think. I think as it gets, I think once they figure out, I think once the app gets a little better at navigating. So, like, one of the things I just read, they just did an update on it, and like, if you ever clicked on the little calendar thing, there at one point was like all of the rooms hmm. would show up, every room, everywhere, and they got rid of that because it's like now there are so many. You know, there, there probably at one point was like a hundred oh, rooms going at any time. Now there's got to be like a hundred thousand yeah. because the user base has grown so much. I love Tim but, Dillon's um, rooms. I think once, I think there's once once there's a little more, um, a little better way to navigate it. Like I don't know how I would be able to like find something that I'm. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I don't right know how now, to navigate you know? the app. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea how to navigate the app. Um, and also one of the things that I really don't like is, and I don't know if this happened to any of you guys, but if you get it in, so when you get a notification for like a room, if you click that notification, it joins the room automatically. And 
like sometimes I just want because the notification like has half the information I need on it. Oh, so sometimes yeah. I just want to like read it and see if I want to join it. And the next thing you know, I'm in it. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Shit, I don't want to be here. Next like, thing you know, you're I speaking like, in front of uh, it's 300 people. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't necessarily like click it even on purpose. I don't know. It's it's fun. The the you know I have my gripes with it. I don't. I want to know what happens when I get a phone call when I'm in the room. Oh, that's because that happens to me a lot when I'm listening. Yeah, in, nobody takes more phone, phone calls rings. than you all day long. Dude, if I no if idea. I call you, it's a ninety nine percent chance you're already on the phone. Like you, yeah. the I, conference calls, something? it's crazy. Hold on, hold <laughs> on. I just had this argument with the kid I work with. Right, he d- does not listen to this because I'm sure he doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> But he's, you know, probably 48 years old, yeah. divorced, lives alone, right? Mm-hmm. If, if his social life is going to, like, just a men's bar, having some drinks and then going home alone, and he says, nobody gets more calls than you during the day. You know what I feel like saying to myself? You know what, dude? That's why you're a fucking miserable loser. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay? You have no friends. No one in your life, nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody wants to talk to you because you're just miserable. You're negative. You got nothing mm. good to say all the time. And that's why you're not on the phone all day. Yep. Have a good day. Yeah, that's why you're not <laughs> on Clubhouse. You have no friends to that's invite you to right. Clubhouse. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Somebody but he's always like, you're on the phone all day. I said, yeah, because people care. They want to yeah, talk dude. to you. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I feel bad for Angela because she – like can't not that she can't stand it but like when she's home now that i'm working from home you know every day she can't get away from me and she literally has to listen to me on the phone for six to seven hours a day and it's it's exhausting it really is i know it's been a bad not a bad day i know it's been a productive day when my bluetooth dies by like 6 p.m because i never like hold the phone to my ear i always have my headphones on and because um, I'm usually like trying to work while I'm on the phone and a lot of time too, like I, I spend like three hours a day on conference calls that I'm just a part of, you know? Yeah. So Dude, like, you were on a conference call like, the entire time. We, we moved an entire bridge for while you were on a conference call. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean we, the day, yeah, the day that we got my Bridgeport in Connecticut, uh, from the shipping, from a, from a storage unit place, in pieces. I was on a conference call the whole time. Yeah, and I kept having to unpause, unmute my phone to like respond to the engineer's comments, and then get back on the phone. Yeah, it was so crazy. He's like cranking the engine crane. He's like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds good. And then he like remute himself and like keep cranking the thing. <laughs> it was just insanity. Yeah, you got to be good at multitasking, you know. It's uh, yeah. I think I think it's I think it's a good skill. I mean, you know, I don't know. I love that I get to work remotely. It's the best thing. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, being able to like get you know, I, I like having a full time job sometimes but i being able to work remotely and being able to do it by the phone is the best but anyway let's talk about some making stuff do you guys get any cool new tools this week paul you get anything new oh shit what the hell oh my oh well have. that i talked about my electric chain hoist i mean i kind of set that whole did thing you up talk about the plasma. new bridgeport though oh did i oh i don't even I don't know, know if i did i i might have mentioned it but i got a new a new bridgeport um nice no, more. that was this week. This was past, this past week. You picked it up, so oh, no, it's, did this I? Is all oh new. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it is new because I couldn't get the uh, I couldn't get the damn beams. Oh yeah, yeah. Work. You're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. So oh, I got wow. a new um, two horsepower variable speed bridge port um, with like two riser blocks in it. The thing was like eight feet tall, so I took one of them out. And I actually still might need to take the other one out because like I when I bring the knee all the way up, 
there's still I I still need to bring the what is it the quill down to like yeah. be able to hit the vice like where I'm mostly gonna be milling. So I don't know if I'll use it or not, but at least I have it. I'm gonna give Matt the other one. I was messaging yeah. messaging him about try it. To, try to get a uh, uh, a swivel base for your Kurt vice. Oh, um, raises it up a little bit. And what's nice about it is if you ever have to mill like a, a diagonal yeah in a piece instead of having to like like you know disjoint your vice i don't know that's what i did on my jet machine where i put the big riser in i put the big riser and the swivel base just oh that's nice like have to try so hard to get down to it um well you gotta send me that i've never even seen that yeah i I like the riser too but um i think it's cool i just today i was working on my regular bridgeport with no riser and a curt vice in it and i was like running out of room with a drill and a chuck you know that's the thing i had my knee all the way down i was like how you know I need to get a power knee thing. They have those, right? That's a you pain get, in the ass. So you can get a power a power feed for the knee. They're pretty expensive. They're like four hundred bucks. Oh, really? Or you can just get an adapter that goes on your drill. Oh yeah, that didn't interfaces with it. Who made you something for that? Uh, Did Kevin Lazar? Somebody made me a vice. Somebody made Jimmy me a vice handle, but Jimmy has one that Kevin, Kevin made. I bought oh, mine on eBay. Okay, dude. Okay. It was like forty bucks. Yeah, and I gotta I buy have, one. It's funny. I actually bought. I just bought a 18 volt uh, Milwaukee drill on eBay for like forty dollars just to keep at the milling machine all the time. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's so much better than cranking the stupid knee. That thing sucks. I should probably just get an electric drill and I could plug it right in. So I did. I I got an electric drill. I got an electric right angle drill, but it actually didn't have the torque. Really? Which kind you get? I honestly, I I just put some cheap one. Oh, Oh, but um. I, I would probably get the cordless one just because they're so cheap, and then you don't have to deal with another cord. Another cord, yeah. I also have, yeah, yeah that's Plus, true. when you get three more bridge ports, you could, you know, have it. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. could have multiples. But uh, that's a really nice machine you got, dude. I'm, I'm. Uh, it's super I'm happy nice, super clean. Yeah. So I'll have this one. So smooth. I'll, yeah, there's no reason to get rid of this one. And then down the line, if I ever come across, you know, another another really nice one maybe i'll grab it but i don't i have no need for two at the moment it's like mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense but um i got other shit i gotta buy but <laughs> um something else to buy yeah yeah there's a bunch of stuff i still gotta get but i'm doing i'm doing good i'm i'm acquiring a lot of necessary things for the business so yeah you know, it's it's exciting i got some other stuff coming up this week um that you guys know about but it's going good that's good. Derek, you got anything cool? Oh, sorry. I was uh, busy replying to a text. Were you in a clubhouse room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got nothing new, I don't think. Um, let me think. Nope. Nothing new. Nothing new. No, it's a slow week. Um, slow week. You didn't get any of those, like, lovely packages, like, from a company that just send you random shit you weren't expecting? None of those this week? No. No, no, I'm trying to think because I did get a package this week. I got some CNC bits, but that's never exciting. Yeah. I tell you, it's, those are like, it's the worst, like, the fucking CNC. It's just, you know. It's like buying sandpaper. You're like, oh, exciting, great. More sandpaper. I feel bad. Like, somebody reached out to me for um, one of those epoxy signs I'm making. Mm. And they look so nice. And they really do. And they're just so... I don't say they're easier, but they're just it's so much nicer to make than the painted ones. And they can look really nice if they don't have to be surfaced and everything. 
but somebody said hey can you make me my logo and I gave him the price and I haven't heard back from him we we're going back and forth and then it just stopped so I'm assuming that's a no but mm -hmm. you know like I explained to him I was making one of these signs I broke two bits you know my own fault but still it's like 80 bucks you know I try to buy the cheap bits but I still mm -hmm. am like hell bent on just getting the good ones from a vendor and um, you know if they break it sucks you know it's just like yeah. it's like just a loss that's the good thing about the laser it's like you just have to recut it if it's set wrong but with the CNC it's like you break a bit yeah it's 40 45 dollars you know mm -hmm. and it's like it, it's hard to recoup your money you know when you break one or two you know mm. you know it doesn't matter whose fault it is it's still money loss so, what's the biggest culprit know, for breaking bits just the wrong uh, feeds stupidity. and speeds or yeah. hitting a screw <laughs> user operating yeah, error. yeah. 90 percent of the time is like you know that expression i zigged when i should have zagged yeah it's like setting the bit up and i'll go to like lift the bit and uh oh you froze you lost him right no yeah. um so wow my network. I wonder if my cord's loose. I think that probably got recorded, Derek, but we lost. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, it got recorded. Yeah, so, no, my, my, I think my, I have it hard wired. I'm wondering if my cord's loose because it just went from excellent to bad. But anyways, um, if I have the bit set up and I go to raise the bit and I hit like to the left and it will move to the left and it will bang into something or, mm. you know, stuff like that. Because that's what, you know, when I was talking with Jimmy, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't know why you spend money on good bits. He goes, you never change them because they're worn out. You only change them when you break them. And he's right. You know, mm -hmm. I, I've never worn a bit out. They've always yeah. broken first. But yeah. it is just, um, it seems like the cheap ones you buy, they're always um, eighth inch shanks. And I can't stand that. I, I don't know why. They just seem so cheap to me. Mm -hmm. So I, I got to get over it. The <laughs> cheap ones will break even more because they're so thin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's you know, but you're paying... You know, twenty dollars for five of them. Oh, you know, that's worth it. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah, it's like no, it's like no comparison. Once you get it like nailed down to where like you could cut sheets and sheets of plywood without breaking one, you know. Yeah. Then yeah. I would get the yeah, expensive it's, ones, it's just but like, you know, it's just it's just stupid shit like that. You know, the real fine ones. I I used to leave them all sticking straight up. And I'd reach over the, the table, my arm would Cut bang. Yourself, yeah. yeah, yeah, you slice your arm open and they would mm -hmm. break because they're oh, so God. tiny, like yeah. the 132nd inch. Jesus ones, yeah. Christ, that's thin. That's Dude, amazing. so tiny. I don't know how Jimmy ever cut that aluminum with it. It's just I know. That's crazy. How about, you yeah, know what? The last time I tried to use one of those, I got about, mm, I would say about three-eighths of an inch into the cut and then all of a sudden gone. Dude, like, it's just funny because it's like it's whining and then it's silent. You're like, oh, wasn't even, just, mine went, mine went. It was yeah, like it yeah. was like a mosquito flew past my ear and it yeah. was over. Was the like, thing probably went flying a thousand miles an hour across your oh, shop. Yeah. It's and probably you in my eye, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Or like in my skin somewhere. But yeah. like, well, you they, know those Harvey Tool? What's that company? Harvey Tool or something? Yeah, Harvey Tool. And they'll they post the about the teeniest, shit. tiniest little end mills that are mm -hmm. like the width of like someone's hair. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even understand how they... Like on that tiny little piece of metal, there's even like a uh, uh, an edge, like a distinguishable mm -hmm. edge, because yeah. like the thickness of that piece of metal is probably like the thickness of the edge of most kitchen knives. Like it's so yeah, yeah. crazy. I, I don't. How get was it. that ground? How was that how, even made? Like what machine ground yeah. that edge in? How is that I not like five thousand dollars for that little tiny thing? 
Yeah, I think I actually found a YouTube video that I saved and never watched on how they make micro drill bits because, like, it's you, you did because you sent it to me. I watched. I did. It. Yeah. 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 I don't think I ever watched it. <laughs> I like. I, I do that thing. Do you guys have YouTube Premium where you can download yeah. no. YouTube videos? So what I do is like I have I have the YouTube premium and that's kind of what I use as like my kind of watch later. I just download anything that I think I want to watch. And then eventually when I have nothing to do and I have like, you know, I'm driving my 9,000 miles a week. I just like look and, and watch YouTube videos while I'm driving. You got to get a Tesla. You, you got to get a Tesla so you can put an autopilot and you could just watch the videos. Uh, dude, believe me. I, <laughs> Chris is going to be in a Tesla. He's going to have a Tesla semi <laughs> instead of the van. I want. Is a freaking te- well. So there's Tesla, and then did I tell you guys about that other company called? Um, it was called Ghost, I think. They yeah. Were, um, they were they're gonna do retrofit self driving for like regular cars for three oh, grand. Wow. They would take your car in. Yeah, I'm definitely not gonna do that. And shit. I'm doing it. I'm doing no it. No way. I, I, I don't. I don't trust today. I don't trust. You're gonna you're gonna turn into a ghost after you start using Ghost because. <laughs> You're going to be dead from the car crashing. Forget that, dude. I trust the Tesla oh. one way more. Yeah, I mean, you know. From like the, um, he's probably using a Raspberry Pi to like control the thing. <laughs> you know? Forget that. Um, right. Dude, have it's a, like a bunch of wires in <laughs> hey, a shoebox. Hey, get me oh a breadboard God. to fix this one. Yeah, forget mm-hmm. that. How about the Tesla stock? Yeah, not good. Yeah, dude. Did you sell it like I told you to? No. Oh, Jesus Christ, Chris. No. Oh my God. Long term holding. I'm telling you. Oh Jesus. Long term holding. And by the time you told me to sell it, it was already like it was already too late. It was like eight eight ninety, and I told you to sell it at like seven fifty, and now it's like What's five. It it's like five eighty. <laughs> Now's the time to buy five ninety seven. I'm I'm waiting for it to keep coming down because I know it's going to keep yeah. coming down, and then Just I'll buy it again it. once it once it's it. at the bottom, but. I'll keep buying it, dude. I don't care. I mean, I it's, at this point, I own it, so it's like you know, I have however many shares. Uh, it's like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You gotta just, you gotta dude, just hold, dude. Like it's like one I, thing. I believe in. I believe in my man, Elon. Like, I believe it. in We're him, and this and together. this is this is not even his fault. It was just so overhyped that it like just super overinflated and like it was just like a popular thing like just like doge was so it's nothing he did wrong like i believe in him too but the stock value is not even near what the company's actually worth yeah but like no, it doesn't sound like you believe in him Paul. no i believe in him at making cars you know in technology even though the car, you know i do have some complaints about the cars but um, yeah, you guys had one. I've never had a Tesla, and I know the the drive shaft of your Tesla yeah. fell out in the drive. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, the freaking what? This is crazy, and you know what? Honestly, the quality is the quality is no, not a drive shaft. The the like wishbone suspension or something. All of a sudden, yeah. my mom was driving the freaking thing, and just about to pull out of the driveway to get on the highway, and like the suspension, like ball joints. And this this is like after like two or three years or something just yeah, fell what apart year was that tesla though that Dude, was a pretty early model tesla it though. was it was mm, 2016 or 17 i don't know but it's like mm. the front suspension just fell apart like literally mm-hmm. in the driveway i'm like oh my god i love it and, they, and then they were trying not to replace the other side but like hey listen yeah. if the right side just yeah. broke the left side's about to break like yeah. you got to replace the whole thing like but on the new cars well, like have- they have so few spare parts for anything yeah. that they they just can't. Yeah, but that's they insane. That's like, like a safety issue. 
I mean, do you, I mean you guys follow uh, or have seen that guy Rich Rebuild yeah. on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. He like at a certain time he had the most Tesla spare parts of any like single location ever. Even, even more because, than Tesla themselves. Like at, seriously, because Tesla was like the Teslas are so expensive to rip at, at a certain time. The Teslas were so expensive to repair that every time that one would get in an accident the insurance companies were totaling them out. Yeah. Right? Because they're so expensive to repair. So Tesla doesn't have this didn't have the spare parts. And that guy Rich was buying flooded Teslas and like filling shipping uh, uh, storage units with the parts and having people like people were driving to Massachusetts to buy parts for their Teslas from California because they were wow. too big to ship. Because he had them because when you would get in an accident in a Tesla if your insurance company didn't decide to total it, it would be four to six months to get the parts to oh fix the car. Oh, my God. So you'd get, like, in a rear-end collision, and they need, like, you know, whatever part, and it'd be like, oh, well, Tesla will have it done in four months, so, like, you just have no car for four months, you know? There's Crazy, a, but... The new cars, like, they're, 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 they're not built like that. a car of that price point should be built like... They're, the body yeah. panels are crooked. The line, the body lines are all the yeah. gaps are different. Like mm-hmm. shit. Like it's just not. You know, you're spending seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars on a car. Yeah, it's not of yeah. that quality. That you're paying for the technology, which is unbelievable. I don't know how much I want. I mean, no. Let's just keep trashing Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the stock to uh, go up, but let's just keep driving it down. You know, <laughs> dude. I just want to lose it all. Dude, you yeah, got it. I think that like I, you know, I'm gonna get my. I'm either gonna get my cyber truck or like you know, I'll just get a Tesla semi. You're right. Yeah, because you already drive around a you know a massive van all day long. Like, I was your listening daily to driver. him on Joe Rogan talking about how if they did like a van, they would be able to do. There's enough surface area on the roof that they could. He's gone again. What the hell? Oh, he's back. All right. Um, there's enough surface area on the roof of a van that they could do Tesla installed solar panels that would get you like 40 miles of driving. If you park it like out in the sun. Yeah. 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 Which for most people, I feel like that drive daily, like you could probably be fine on 40 miles a day. Like I feel like probably could is, is, you know, as much as most people kind of like drive around. Dude, you know what I was um, just listening to, which is, I was dying over it was the Joe Rogan with Tim Dillon and Alex Jones. Oh, I gotta listen. Oh to my that god, one. dude! I haven't listened it's to that one. so insane. Like the <laughs> shit is so insane. Like it's it's great. Like Alex Jones, and it's like he's so cooked. It's funny. He's so nuts. Every once in a while, he's like right about something, but then he's like telling like everybody that you know. I'm, he's like burn more coal. We need the we need the carbon dioxide. Like he's like, <laughs> it's like okay. Like really? It's like are you sure? But like I don't know. He was ta- they were talking about electric cars and everything, and he was like electric cars. They, they they use even more carbon dioxide than than the gas ones. I'm like I don't know if they do. Like yeah. I'm not sure. But you could. I mean Listen, I guess if you stand on the soapbox and you scream a lot of shit, you only have to be right once or twice, and then people start listening. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like if you I mean, say it's if you if you stand outside and say it's gonna rain and then it rains, yeah. Like, Holy shit, that guy was right. You know, it's like I don't know. It's uh, it's wild. But I don't know. Back to buying shit. I got a. I I bought. Well, I haven't actually paid for it yet, but I got a like a, a lifelong um, goal of mine. I solidified this week with Matt, but I'm buying a skid steer for the property upstate. 
Nice. He's buying a big machine for the property he never visits. And he's still going to move things by hand. That is his uh, his real shop. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Well, I have that. I still have that forklift pending. It's it's in a weird dude. Kind of if you just sold there. your Tesla stock, you could have bought like forklifts <laughs> with that money. <laughs> when I told what? you, you're right. I could I could have bought a couple of forklifts with what I had in Tesla. Oh um, shit! So it's uh you know it happens, but um yeah no I'm excited. I I'm uh yeah that's I gonna have, be cool. I have a, a source of some funds that I'm dedicating to the skid steer. Um, and you know, it's a Toyota, it's an old skid steer, but what's great about it is that, you know, Matt did all the maintenance on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually, it's, I found out from him yesterday, his boss is the second owner of that machine from brand. Oh, that's good. It's a 1985 or a 1986 Toyota. His boss's friend bought it and his, he had a snow contract. The guy bought it and he lift literally left it in a Pathmark parking lot. For 20 years, he would use oh it to God. do the parking lot, and then he would put a cover on it and leave it. And that's where it would sit. How so many hours are like, on it? He doesn't know. It probably doesn't have a lot. Classic. Um, <laughs> and then um, – You never know how many uh, hours are actually, like, legit on yeah, those hour meters, you yeah, know? and then, like, the uh, the valve body for the, for the drive blew, and they couldn't find a brand new one, so they had it professionally rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And then they redid – they got – New tires for it, uh, new drive motor on one of the sides, new valve body. He said the only thing that's kind of funny on it is because it's got a, it's an old style interface between the bucket and the front of the machine. They mm-hmm. made he it has gel, it has a gel bucket and a gel set of forks and an adapter plate that they had made. Oh, okay. Um, so he said the bucket kind of sticks out a little bit further than it normally would. But I've actually heard that about a lot of machines because, like, my buddy has a New Holland, mm-hmm. and he was saying how, like, he can't get forks for it because, like, New Holland forks are impossible to get. So he oh, has to okay. make an adapter to use, like, Bobcat forks. Anyway, I'm just – I'm excited to own it because then, even at a worst-case scenario, if I have to bring it down here, at least it's my machine. You know? Yeah. Like, and I could even have somebody bring it down here for me, and then it's mine. I don't have to worry about rental fees or any of that bullshit. You know, Jimmy can use it while he's, you know, while it's up there. Um, you know, and uh, it's a good, it's a good buy. I go up. Yeah. Oh, exactly. it's, it's fun. I would buy it oh, just it's for fun, be, dude. I mean, and, and you've been to my property. That's a perfect place to like just do yeah. whatever. You know, like, knock, we'll just knock drive trees around, down, knock shit down, tear down yeah. the house. I know. Yeah, yeah. drive yeah. it into the house. I was always amazed at those places, like at the mm-hmm. pizza parlor. They always have, um, like, the bobcats that sit there. And uh, the old um, pizza parlor I worked at before, I went to this one, they had legit was a, a bobcat with one of those huge wide buckets, and then they mm-hmm. had a front-end loader and a dump truck mm-hmm. that they just <laughs> left there. It's like, how much are they charging the pizza parlor yeah. to yeah. clean the lot? A you lot of I mean? money, like, dude. It's like, a lot of money. Me? I just got an yeah. invoice. I just got it's an crazy. invoice for my property in Jersey, and this guy's this guy's about to lose the contract because he he's been like <laughs> kind of jamming us. But yeah. this guy does snow removal for my property in Jersey, and granted, it's a big property, so he, you have to shovel out your fire hydrants, right? You have to do it, especially on a commercial yes. pro- property, even on yeah. a residential property. If you have a fire hydrant like that's in front of your house, you have to shovel yeah. it. You can get a fine. Mm-hmm. So I got a citation from the from the fire marshal because nobody shoveled out our hydrants. So we called him. He billed us. This guy got some set of balls. He billed us for two laborers and one supervisor. $40 an hour for the laborers and $80 an hour for the supervisor for eight hours to shovel out 
are 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 eleven wow. fire hydrants. Eleven. Oh, <laughs> I thought 11 it was going to be fire hydrants. Oh wow! Yeah. It was like I think it was like two thousand dollars for the day. He I lost himself my, a my, big contract. I said, dude. I said, I wish I would have known because I would have shoveled out those goddamn fire hydrants by myself for 50% of that and still had a great day. I would have shoveled out 11 fire hydrants for a thousand bucks all day long. Yeah. So would this I. dude, like he'll do a, uh, he'll do a lot for us and he'll charge us 2,500 bucks to do like a, you know, like a hundred car parking lot. Wow. So like if you do a couple of those, it's not hard to justify buying an extra couple. That's of what I'm saying. You're better off buckets yeah. and shit. You're better off hiring a guy full time just, or have like, I'm sure there's maintenance people what? on the property. Mm-hmm. Just buy a machine yeah. and just have them oh, yeah. do it. That's insane. We've, yeah. We've talked about when it. It's I, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. When I used to plow, I used to plow three lots when I had my old truck and they were for, um, mm-hmm. vacant buildings. So that's the other good one. Like, they mm. still have to clear it for insurance. Yeah, because if there's a fire, the truck's got to be able to get there. Yeah, yeah. So I would just go there. I'd, I'd plow them and then just take a little snooze out back and just chill out. You know? The uh, the guy that uh, parks down in my driveway here at the shop, I had welded his snowplow for him uh, at the beginning of the season. And I didn't realize this, but it was owned previously by one of my other friends. And he came down to the shop. He saw the plow. He goes, holy shit. He goes, I can't believe he's still using that plow. He goes, I bought that thing brand new in 1995. He goes, and I probably made $300,000 with that thing. Wow. I was like, holy <clears throat> shit, I'm a sucker. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, you can make yeah. some good money, but it, it's a tough oh, yeah. gig. You know, if you plow for the state, you got to wait mm-hmm. to get paid in June, and then, you know, then the insurance yeah. and the wear. It destroys the, the trucks truck, probably, right? That's what oh, kills yeah. these people. Uh, Dude, trucks. I was, I, yeah. what was that? No, I was going to say, I, I had somebody tell me once that the best vehicle, this guy owned a big landscaping company, had a bunch of plow trucks. He said the best vehicle that he ever had to plow with is a is a Wrangler. A Wrangler with a small plow, he said, really? it's the best one. He said, you don't push as much snow, but it's so much easier to see what you're pushing. You do oh, way less sense. damage, you know, and it's just so much more nimble. And, um, you know, because when you're pushing, I mean, imagine like you're like a 2,500 or 3,500 truck, the, lo- the length of the nose on that truck plus the yeah. plow. Like, I can't imagine how anybody can see where the hell Dude, they're Dude, I going know. Isn't thing. it crazy? I've, I've never, never plowed it. with Neither a truck. I've only ever plowed with a quad. Um, and even that, I, like, destroyed half the shit at my parents' house with that. Yeah, ripping up all the Belgian you know? block. Oh, dude, I was smashing, destroying the vehicle, dude. Like, smashing <laughs> into shit that doesn't move. Well, that's just, well, that's what I was going to say. A lot of it's just, like, sliding yeah. into things you know, <laughs> sideways and stuff. You know, you, you push it, and it will yeah. push you off to the side and stuff. And it's a pain in the ass. I... I I, I mean, it was good money. That's hard I, work. I hated it. Oh, yeah. It was like... You got to work... It, it does, and you know, it just sucks. Late. It's like... You got to work for 20, 48 yeah. hours straight, like, because it only snows a couple especially times. Especially I work outside yeah. all day. Yeah, then I'm mm-hmm. outside all day, and I'd, I'd have to come home, I'd throw it on my truck, and then I'd, you know, be I'd have a snowblow on the back, because everything's, no. oh, you just plow the driveway. Mm-hmm. Like, Shoveling. No, 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 no. They want mm-hmm. their walkway done, and then they all out the window... Can you start? I'll start the mm-hmm. car. Can you clean it off? It's yep. like, listen, lady. You know, it's like, don't bitch yep. when you get the bill. You know, it's just because it, it's just like, yeah. It stop. I'm excited to have the skid steer up there, though, too, just for like, you know, for doing the snow at that driveway. You know, like for whatever I got to do up yeah, there. Yeah, that driveway even too, would be like, hard. Yeah, depending on like next year. Um, you know, I could always bring that machine down here if I wanted to dig out the driveway down here at the shop or whatever I got to do. So. Um, I'm hopefully going to get, take delivery of the machine in a couple of weeks. And Matt's going to show me like how to use, it. I've only ever driven a skid steer like a couple times in my life. 
Yeah. You know, the last time I drove a skid steer was probably like six years ago, and it was just because we had a couple at a job site, and it was like you know, like a Friday, nobody was around, and somebody there knew how to drive one and was i was like yo could you like show me how to operate this thing just in case i ever need to move one mm. you know it's like um you ever go to a place where no one there knows how to drive a forklift so they can't move it yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. like oh this forklift is in the way I, when i was working in brooklyn a couple of months ago i couldn't get my truck inside the shop that i was working at because they were like oh we can't figure out how to move the forklift so it's in the way and i was like well, well can i move it <laughs> you know you gotta have like three brain cells to not be able to like m- at least move the thing like you just well, gotta try all the different really, but if you're really nervous and you have no idea i, I can see why someone would be like you know what i'm better off not trying to do this yeah you yeah. know um drive it off a loading dock or something you know yeah or into a wall or you know a lot of you know they steer with the real rear wheels you know that's like a big change for people you know you could swing the ass of that thing into Uh, something important yeah funny story um at work we have guys so we work cover a rough area and work and uh so we have it's a two-man area so we have people they call them riders they just they have you know for your safety they're employees but they don't do anything. They got so weaponry? We had, um, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, kind of this <laughs> oh, boy. one did. So we're in this, we're in this area, and this um, this whole department was like the mailroom, and um, they had um, had like a layoff, so they were getting rid of them. So the union was like, hey, we can put them to work as riders. We're not going to get rid of them. So a couple of them were um, like not special needs, but <laughs> oh, like <boy. laughs> like – not not yeah. all the yeah so they were with a worker and they're in the projects in the housing development and they open up a terminal and there's a oh gun my god in there. oh like hidden right? in there oh, oh yeah mm. yeah somebody hit a gun so the pizza driver calls the mm-hmm. cops and they come down and they walk in and this kid that they there was a cop talking to him and he didn't give him the gun the cop didn't i don't know like how it all went down but he said the kid like undid the the magazine and then like mm-hmm. did, took the gun apart and he's like a gun expert and like started telling about the the gun the parts. I guess the cops went nuts on him. They're like, yeah, that's you insane. Touch that. Yeah, you never know. Murder. And it just like, oh my god, it was like I always thought it was like a, a fake story, and then I met the guy. <laughs> And he tells a story. It's just so funny. And it's just, it is kind of weird. Like, he's uh, just, like, knows everything about guns and just, like, t- like loves them and everything. And uh, he's like, you know, the police officer was just a little confused. So I broke it down. And, and, oh, and God. Saved, That's exactly who you want just, to be, a, 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 a guy who loves guns. Someone who's, yeah, like, barely yeah, functioning. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, my God. Every time I see him, I just laugh to myself. So it's like, oh, I, I couldn't oh imagine. God. Yeah, if I was the cop, I would be like, what are you, stupid? Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's life in the hood. I know, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, yeah. we'll have a, uh, we'll, we'll have a, um, a, like a mud, a skid steer mud party upstate. And we can drive it around. Yeah, yeah. that'll be fun. It'll be, yeah, fun. Dry, be fun. You know, I was saying to Matt too. I was like, "Fuck! I wish I, I wish that house was on a slab because we could literally just drive that thing." Oh, through. I know. Yeah. But the fact that it's got that little crawl yeah. space, like all I can imagine is me just burying that thing there and just being like, "God damn it!" Now I have to call like a crane to come and pull it out. You know. You need an excavator. I think I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call that Andrew Camerata guy, um, 
who's like uh, got the YouTube channel. I know Derek, you've watched some of his videos. He, I emailed yeah. him. He said he would do it, but like that's it was funny. I sent him an email and was like, you know, I sent him a pretty detailed email. Hey, here's the property, blah blah blah, and he just writes back, yeah, I'll do it. Give me a call. <laughs> So I have to call him and actually, like, follow through. But I, once that place is gone, I feel like I'll feel so much better about that property. You know, just like What's your plan? There. Yeah, What's your plan so up there? I want, it, I want to get the house gone, and I want to have that, that the, the pit that's under the house. I want it filled in, and I want that mm. whole landing to just be gravel. Gotcha. So that I can, like, use it as a staging area. And then I want to build a small, like, one of those, like, kind of trendy Pinteresty cabins up top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know, like I, I have to figure out some sort of plumbing before I could like really make it viable as a like Airbnb. But I think if I built something cool just for myself, I don't know. I just want to have like something up there. Yeah. And then if, if I, I've had a, I've recently been thinking about investing some money into the infrastructure, getting it really developable and then selling that lot, mm-hmm. you know, because the the boom up there is, is so big for people is there, trying to get out of the city. Is there a boom? You know, is there a lot of people trying to move up there? I mean, I don't know if they're going that far, but dude, just not not sorry there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I've noticed because I I used to look at properties up there all the time. I noticed the other day the prices I, have gone up, dude. They're double. Wow. I, yeah, they, they, I mm-hmm. was just gonna say that you could buy a house up there for a hundred mm-hmm. grand, a hundred and ten grand. I have Zillow send me properties. And I think it's like it's a similar name to around here in New Hampshire, and I think it's around here, and it's in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. It's wow, fifty, yep. four hundred, which you know for up there mm-hmm. is astronomical. I mean, I, I remember looking at houses yeah. that were like one hundred five. Yeah, I mean, dude, I paid nineteen seven for that property, nineteen thousand seven hundred dollars for that property, six and a half acres. If I get the power, so there's already power on it, right? So if I can get a temp service put in, there'll be a hookup. It has a well, which is dry, but if I get it, uh, what is it called? If I get it fucking blasted mm. and get water back in it, yeah. that right there is enough for somebody with, like, an RV to, like, live there, you know? Like, if, it, if you can manage your own yeah. gray water. So if I made that, like, a really easy, buildable lot, I think I could list it for, like, sixty-five dollars to $70,000 and probably get some legitimate offers on it mm-hmm. you know which i'd make you know i'd probably by the time i'm done investing money into it i'd probably only make like 30 grand but it'd still be 30 grand and i could roll that into you know uh maybe a, an easier property for me to like really do something with later because that property is tough like i don't think i could ever build a real shop there because it's just too hard to get to you know like i could never have like like a freight delivery there, I'd need to drive all the way out to the road to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, that would be Um, hard. It's a great cabin location, but it's not like you couldn't put a shop there. But would you even want to put like a, a like do work there? Because you, you, no, not really. You know, maybe just like a little shop to like, you know, work on whatever stuff for the property you might have, you know, yeah. but you're not going to be going up there to like do jobs and stuff. No, no, I think, I think honestly with the, 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 when I did the video, the last video on the property, so many people were like, try to salvage some material out of the building. So, try to salvage some of the material out of the yeah, building. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. You know. You need to record. Right, I know. But so then I was thinking, like, even it. if I just use, now that I have something there that can move stuff, even if I have, like, some of that material, if I pull something out of that building and build, like, a shed out over a lean-to, um, it would be something. And then, you know, because I'm, I'm going to need to build something to, to enclose the skid steer. You know, because I don't want it just to get like I don't want it to be completely exposed to the elements 
all the time, you know? Yeah, or stolen. Or stolen, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, listen, anything I build other than a Connex box is going to be able to be broken into, you know? So if somebody really wants to steal it, they're going to steal it, yeah. you know? Um, but I'm just going to buy a couple more of those, like, um, cellular-based cameras for up there. Um, so I have some redundancy, and if anybody's up there, you know, it's like, hey, you just send Mike the fireman over there with a baseball bat. Right oh, now. dude, I know. I mean, and um, <laughs> you know, the uh, the the guy on the corner is a an ex state trooper, so um, I'll tell him he can borrow it when he needs it if he'll shoot any trespassers on site. <laughs> oh, you know, but um, <laughs> dude, the fact that that house wasn't scrapped in the thirty years it's been sitting there, and it still has copper in it tells me that nobody's going up that way <laughs> you know yeah that's true yeah um yeah like i mean derek was in there with us last time there's there's a freaking panel with an aluminum service into it you know like a real scrapper would have taken oh. every shred of wire out uh-huh. of that building a yeah. long time ago you know um yep. so but yeah no that'll be fun hmm. otherwise i don't think i bought any other new tools that was an expensive tool to buy so slows you down a little bit oh. That's cool, though. It's good to have stuff like yeah. that. It'll be fun. And I honestly, I just think just for the fun of it, it'll just be fun to own, you know? like Yeah. Why not? What's more fun than, like, having a skid steer to drive around, like, in the mud? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. I, I mean, like, like, I feel like Jimmy's backhoe is a little too big to have fun with. <laughs> Dude, has Jimmy, has yeah, Jimmy yeah, even seen really, that backhoe really since perfect. whatever that guy who took it? That was a donation. Like, that was a donation to he T. He donated. Yeah. Wasn't that, that guy's name gone. T? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, dude. He'll never see that again. Yeah. Right? It's uh it's it's on some it's it's stuck in the mud somewhere. That's the problem with those things. I was gonna buy uh-huh. uh I was gonna buy a backhoe when I first bought the property, but it weighs fifteen thousand pounds. You know, so like what happens if you get stuck? Uh-huh. You gotta you're better off with something with, that can pull. You're better off with like a separate skid steer and like a separate like mini excavator. That's what yeah. like that's what people yeah. like even I've been watching those videos on tractors and stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. you could put the backhoe on the tractor, and it's, like, eight, nine grand for the backhoe mm-hmm. attachment. And the people are, like, honestly, like, these backhoes suck. Like, yeah. on these on these little tractors, they're, like, if you yeah. need to dig holes, like, just rent a mini excavator for, like, mm-hmm. a week. It'll be better yeah. off. So it may kind of makes sense, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, like, do that much. I'm not going to be able to do that much with the machine that I have. Like, right, it doesn't have tracks. It's a lot of mud. I'm sure I'm going to get it stuck all the time. But, yeah. shit, I mean, even just to, like, make a path. You know, like it'll be worth uh, doing because then I can at least get shit delivered. And... It's mostly just for fun. Exactly. It's really just for fun. Let's be real. I really yeah. just bought it because I wanted it and because I think it would be fun. Um, and that's that. So uh, there'll be a incoming picture in like three weeks of me standing on top of it, which is what I have to do with all the vehicles that I buy mm. is have a photo of me standing on top of them. <laughs> you guys got any cool projects coming up? Uh, no. No. The only no. projects I I have is um I'm just like ripping mm-hmm. through those epoxy signs, which they've been fun to do. Are you going to do a run of um, them? Is that because I, I feel like the only economy is to do yeah, like ten yeah. Bruin signs in a day or something or two days? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just want to like I'm just trying to feel it out because I'm, I'm just having a hard time figuring out like what mm-hmm. I want to charge for them, and so that's kind of tough, but. I also want to do, before I kind of commit to doing them, I want to really get it down. Because so, there is a little bit of technique to it that if you screw mm-hmm. up, they don't look right. So I want to get that right. So I'm going to make a couple. Um, you know, I reached out to some people. A guy from um, 
Colorado reached out to me. He wants me to make a four foot by three foot one. Oh wow! But I'm like to ship it to Colorado and stuff. Yeah, it's like that might yeah, be a that's, bit. Yeah, that's that's a big sign. But um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I want to get involved in something like that. But um, hmm. you know, I'm thinking of doing some um, like name, not names, but like house signs, like you know, like a, say like an mm-hmm. oval with a number in it, like white and black, and a couple people reached out mm-hmm. for their logos nice. and stuff like that. So. I, like I said, I think people get sticker shock when you give them the number, but it's like I said, it just it's not worth it to do it cheaper yeah. than that because it's just it's just work, you know. And um, I mean, you know, that, it's so. it's it's a handmade thing, you know. It's it's not like yeah, yeah. Like I said, you break a bit doing it, you're doing it for yeah. free, you know. <clears throat> and shipping's so expensive, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, so it's hard. It's just that's always the nothing's easy, part, but. You know, just doing that. Yeah, no. And I was um, messing around trying to do some uh, 3D calves. I started, I I needed to do one for uh, um, a job for a couple signs I'm making. So I've been trying to mess around with that a little bit. And that's what I was doing today with the little nice. jewelry box I was making. Just trying to get used to doing 3D calves. It's, I'm kind of getting the hang of it. So what's it's, um, uh, pretty cool. What's the the status of that 3D carve? Because I know you you were working on getting the file. I don't know if you want to share your uh, your uh, resource yeah. for how you're getting your file uh, sorted out. But <laughs> okay, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Because it's mm. not 100. percent I think I have it right where I want it. It's um, I did a, a test carve and it. Um, it got screwed up, but I think it was something I did. So I was actually going to do it again today mm-hmm. and try it. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's going to come out all right, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll reveal that. A lot of secrets just, here on um, the Handmade Podcast. I'm not sure. A lot of secrets. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's for yeah. the after show I'm going to reveal. So, so. Um, yeah, there's a lot of secrets. That's good. I, I just bid a job. Um, I just bid a big steel mono stringer staircase. Uh, we're, we're, we're in the process of bidding nice. it. I'm trying to get pricing. Paul, you ever bought 10 by 10 tube? Um, 10 yeah. 10 by 10-inch square? St- stuff similar to that. Maybe 10 by 10 or 12 by 12. Something. So there were some stupid big tubes for that, mm. that house I did in, in uh, Rowayton. Um, yeah. What, Do you remember what you paid for the 10 by 10? Because that's what I I'm have trying no to get idea. pricing on it right Dude, now. Dude, you're going to pay a fortune from your, not only from your place, but also because the steel's so high right now. I know. Well, that's the thing is like I'm trying to bid the job. So the 10 by 10 weighs 34 pounds a foot. Yeah. And I, by I what wall thickness? Quarter. Oh, okay, yeah. So I estimated it at $2 a pound just to like be safe. Yeah. You know? It can't so be you're more looking than that. It, it can't be more than that. You're looking at like that. three grand for the beam. You know, it's like it's so expensive, and because um, what basically what we're gonna do is a, it's a. You want me to order it for you? Uh, yeah, when when we get to that point, I'm gonna ask you to order it. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's just not it's not gonna be sustainable. It's too expensive. It yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, so it's like uh, it's just gonna be so much money, and I I was like trying to explain. You know, we're trying to explain like to the client, like you know. We need to order it like today too because the price is like the price this week might not be the same next week. Yeah. You know, like we need, if we're going to do it, I can't even really give a price until like the 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 day of because I'm going to need to you know, make make the deal and then order the steel and if the steel price goes up, like I don't want to have to bear that additional cost, you know. That's something you got to charge a lot for, a staircase like that. It's just what it is. Yeah. It's just expensive. Yeah. And we might do the wood um for the treads so like you know the whole thing is probably gonna cost you know 
fifteen to twenty thousand dollars at the end of it, and it's gonna, yeah, at least cost us a lot of money to do. You know, it's going to be expensive, but I think it's going to be a really fun project. I'm really like, I really want it. Like, we want the job. Um, so I'm, I, you know, hopefully the bid comes back okay, and they, you know, are are good with it. But you know, it's got nuances to it. it it's one of these situations where the client doesn't really know exactly what they want which is i don't really love mm-hmm. you know like i want some because they're like oh well you know like maybe maybe it could be i-beam maybe it doesn't have to be tube and i'm like well you have to tell me like do you want i-beam or do you want tube like yeah because i don't want to do it in tube because that's what i'm suggesting and then when we're done you go man i wish it was i-beam you know like i want well from what you've told me so to far me. about it it should definitely be tube because it's like multiple yeah. landing like it would be weird mm-hmm. if it was a straight shot you could do an i-beam no problem but yeah. now it's like curving around like there's mm-hmm. right angles and stuff that would be a nightmare with an i-beam yeah so it goes up like nine steps then it has a, a, a 180 degree turn landing and then it goes up nine more steps but it's like there's I want like a little more of like a hey this is this is a picture of exactly what I want like that would make me feel so much better about it if I could get that much assurance you know mm. of like this is what I'm bidding um, because otherwise I just feel like we can spin your wheels and you know spend all this time designing something that the person doesn't really want and you know got to get paid for all that time yeah yeah but I think it, I think it'll be fun once it's all done oh that'll be cool yeah definitely we just have to figure out a couple of more details. You know, it's like, how do we, you know, are we going to weld it in the field? Are we going to use bolts? I don't know yet. So, mm-hmm. but we'll figure that part out. You know, maybe we have to have uh, Fairfield Steelworks come down with the, uh, with the, with the, whatever, with your, with your engine drive welder for some. Oh yeah. Yeah. Engine drive welder. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that don't break. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> the ones that don't kill Fred. Yeah, well, Fred's still alive. Yeah, good thing Fred's still alive. (laughs) What do you got coming up next, Paul? I know you guys have been processing all that tubing. You got like nine million pieces of tubing. It's insane. What are all those for? That's awnings. It's for those. Yeah, for those awnings for that for that beach Mm. club. There's just a million pieces. Like it's crazy. And that's all getting black galvanized, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just a ton and ton of pieces, but you know we're moving along pretty good. You know, I'm still waiting on more steel. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what's the process of getting them black galvanized? Just, just send them up to the place. You know, I don't know exactly how it works, but we just got to ship them up there. Oh yeah. We just got to ship. I got to ship them to a place, um, up in Boston. Um, I guess this is the only place in the area that can do colored galvanizing. Um, yeah, we do. All yeah, 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 yeah. What what is black galvanized? It's probably just dyed. It has got to be just some type of pigment or some black. somehow that you get a color into the. Yeah, like yeah. As far as I'm, as far as I know, it's it's just they figured out a way to put color into it. I mean, it might be a little bit different, but um, yeah, I, that, all that stuff. I don't know exactly yeah. how that works, but um, horrifically yeah. caustic and like oh yeah, cancer dude, yeah, eating chemicals. You know, there's probably like one plant like left this probably so hard to get because every other plant's been shut well down. that's how the one in connecticut the regular galvanizing place is in connecticut it's like just been grandfathered in like mm-hmm. which is it, it was like insane watching how they do shit at that place mm-hmm. you could see the fumes like bellowing out of out of this this place like and it, it was half it was like all open 
Like, it was just, you know, there's a hole over the ozone layer just over this one place in, uh-huh. in, in like, Hartford or Glastonbury, whatever the hell it was. It was nuts. I would not want to work at that place. Oh. It is not worth it. I don't care how much Did money you're making. I tell you guys about the, uh, the guy I, when I used to work over at the hardware store. There'd be this guy that came in all the time, and he always wore his watch, like, up here. Oh, yeah? Like watch, he, wore, he wore a nice watch, and it was always, like, up around the middle of his arm. And I would always be like, Pat, what, what's the deal with that? He'd be like, oh, well, you know, he works at a he, – he's, his wife's family owns, like, one of the last anodizing and chroming places on oh, the planet. Oh, boy. He's like, so, you know, when you're working there, you know, like, you know, you can't be getting your watch in the solutions, so you got to wear it up. You <laughs> just get used to you it. You can't I'm be like, getting your skin in the solutions. Yo, and I was talking to him, and he was telling me how, like, like um, the chrome – like the, these guys, you know, these, these like classic car guys and these guys that are into that shit. He was like, oh, the new Chrome, it sucks. It's not, he's like old Chrome. It had depth to it. And like it, you know, the new Chrome looks like shit, you know, like he's like, uh, and in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, he's like, you can't do good Chrome anymore. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, you guys do good work. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, we do good work, but the chrome sucks because they took away all the good chemicals. I'm like, dude, well, they took away, they took away probably what was like killing all your guys. So you're yeah, saying yeah. like to get the good chrome, <laughs> you got to go to like Pennsylvania or even further west where there's less regulation. Yeah, where well, they don't give a you shit. You can get the more, you know, the more deadly chemicals. I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm all set with that, dude. But that's just like anything else. Like if it smells bad, like yeah. it's got to be better. Like you know, like with paint and everything, you know, the the worse it yeah. smells. It's you know, I was watching a leather worker. He was talking about the Bodge mm-hmm. uh, glue, and everybody's like, "Don't use it anymore." And he's like, "That mm-hmm. shit just works unbelievable," you know, because it just you know, whatever the hell it is in there, it like just melts. Everything. Something I learned from a floor finishing guy uh, a couple of years ago, where he was came up to a job. I can't remember the name of the uh, brand a floor stain he was using, but it was a huge house. He had to stain all this shit like a dark color. And he showed up with boxes and boxes of quart size stain. I mean, like a hundred cans. And I was like, dude, there's gotta be a more efficient way to buy this shit. He goes, you know, because the amount of pigment that they're allowed to put in a gallon is so much less than they're allowed to put in a quart that the pigment, you can't touch up the stain you do with a gallon um, and you don't get as rich of a color. He's like, so I have to buy quartz, which is more expensive, but you get more pigment and you get a better color. So this dude, like hundreds of gallons of quartz of this, wow. of this stain to do this house because it was like better to do it than to buy like, you know, whatever, a gallon or a five gallon pail because the VOC yeah. level is only allowed to be so much. Um, and I never thought of that. Like I would always think if, you know, whatever, if you were a. You know, it's like if you were a painter and you showed up with with quartz instead of a five gallon pail because the color was better. You'd think so that it would be consistent, about. though. Like if you ordered, I don't know, let's say the thing was like dark yeah, walnut, like that was the name mm-hmm. of the thing. It would be the same mixture in all different sizes. Like that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I believe like, it. Well, it's probably straight. It's probably like Maybe. straight pigment. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like added to it. So it's like. Oh, I see. So yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And know, I would yeah. also think that these companies that make this shit probably don't care that much to say, like, you know, I mean, what's the consistency between, like, one can of Minwax stain and the next? You know, like, I'm sure it's not, like, probably not that great. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and especially, yeah. too, because you have – think about, like, the uh, the uh, the fallback of being, like, if you called Minwax and said, hey, this stain doesn't look the same, they'd be like, oh, okay, well, every piece of wood is different. 
<laughs> like deal yeah, with it. That's you true. know, yeah. it's not like paint. So I don't know. That was super interesting to me. And who knows? Maybe it was. Maybe it's not true. Maybe the gowns were the same, and he was just like a crazy old school floor guy and you know doesn't trust uh mm. doesn't trust the guy at the paint store but <laughs> it made me think about when i buy yeah. stain i always buy quartz like i never buy gallons of stain because he said that they're not as good huh so interesting thank you yeah. thank you jack yeah. he also um uh he also <laughs> used to like get on his hands and knees to scrape the corners of the floors and he didn't use a pneumatic you ever use a flooring nailer derek the angled ones so you know yes. how like they yeah. have air but you still have to hit the back he yeah. thought those were stupid. Yeah. He said that they didn't sink nails enough, so he used a manual one. Oh god. That you had to hit oh, and god. it would actuate like a spring and it would push the nail in. Yeah. A little Irish yeah. guy was like 5'2 and he just like he looked like Popeye on his right arm from swinging at the floor machine. Uh, I was going to say this 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 guy had to be like so uh. just miserable because it just his life Oh, was his life so was hard, but you know he loved he loved doing I, I remember. he loved doing floors. He made a shitload of money doing it. I tell you, did he have did he have an he did have an electric sander? Because honestly, I remember as a kid watching mm-hmm. these yeah, old he was Irish guys sand the floor with with yeah mm-hmm. with a manual one. Yeah, they yeah, put yeah. weights on it. It was literally just you a push pad, it around. and they put weights. That's on it. insane. They pushed it back and forth on the floor. The two of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And same mm-hmm. thing. Scrape the corners. But dude, they yeah. did it so fast. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's just like um, I don't watch them anymore, but on uh, YouTube. Um, Wood right, uh, wood. The, guy, the, the, Woodwright. the guy that does Woodwright. everything by hand. No, the kid that does yeah. everything with the Chris? hand. Tools. No, wood by right or something. No, no, not Chopper Chris. He's another mm. one. Wood by right, I yeah. think it is James Wright. It's same yeah. thing. Chopper Chris, like wood by right, like he resaws a board, and you know, with with a handsaw. Yeah, it goes fast though. Like it's it's amazing. I mean, I have a little six inch joiner. I use my yeah, hand yeah, yeah. to do it, just because it's it's quicker than huh. pulling that stupid thing out. But um, but it is amazing. Some people. Yeah, so this guy was so good too, out. and it was a shame because he like he had a guy working for him and. Um, he was training him. He was like his he was like his nephew or something like that. And he wasn't a young guy. He was probably like in his thirties. And um one day, you know, a couple of years after I had last seen this flooring guy and I had gotten a new job, I was working in the city. Um and I see him in the city at Penn Station drinking a beer and I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, What are you doing? I'm like he's like, Oh dude, he goes, I know I just I, I uh I needed benefits and you know, I didn't really want to start my own company, so I left working for Jack and I just I went back into the union. And I was like, damn, like I mean good for him because you know, whatever, you gotta feed your family, but I was like, fuck, that means Jack's got nobody yeah. and this is gonna die with him. You know, like when he's done, he's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And this dude, you know you know, this yeah. guy did Obama's house what does Obama have a house in Maine or Vermont or something? He has like a he has like a or Martha's yeah, Vineyard. Vineyard. He yeah. did Obama's house Martha's in Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard. Yeah. Martha's Vineyard, yeah. Martha's Vineyard. He did the floors at that yeah. house. That's how, like, like wow. through, like, the old school so he's, he's legit, like, world. he's legit, this guy, yeah. He's legit. But I don't think he had a website or an email address. Like, you just, you knew, his name is Jack Ewald. You knew Jack Ewald or you didn't, I guess, you know? And he was the guy. He oh. would come in and, you know, get the shit done. They used a freaking, they had a freaking cloth bag on the Hummel sander that would fill the whole house with freaking wood dust, you know, like... <laughs> Now you see these guys on Instagram that have like the vortex and the HEPA filter, and there's not no, a. There's no HEPA. Oh, yeah. This guy's never heard of HEPA. He doesn't Hell know what no! That what is. a waste of money! Yeah. What a waste yeah. of time and money! I bet that guy does you know? nicer hardwood floors than any of these new guys, though. I guarantee oh, 100%. it. Oh, percent. I mean, this dude did. He did this this parquet floor in this house that was like so incredible. I mean, the whole place came out 
amazing. But you know, that's he's like a real artisan. Craft. Yeah, a real artisan, like yeah. a guy that was like he started he started doing it when he was probably like seventeen and like you know got trained up through his whole life. Yeah, he was in his sixties and that was. See, it. I like that. I I know? really appreciate um, that. I think it was just yeah. Derek. Was I just talking to you about this, or I don't know who I was talking to about this? Like that, no, like what? nobody has. You know that that that's kind of lost, and like in mm-hmm. other places around the world, they still have yeah. that. Like in yeah. Japan, like there'll be a guy who who's trained for twenty years to like learn mm-hmm. how to make. A yes. knife or yeah. like, I'll, I'll be honest, I, dude. I was just watching a video on. Oh, scissors, dude, are crazy for cutting in, uh, hair. Yeah. Dude, hundred and fifty dollars yep. a pair. There's a hundred and fifty. The only job they do is that seems cheap. They, no, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, they're oh. showing this one pair, right? It was hundred and fifty bucks, right? There's these two guys. They're like seventy years old. They're the only ones uh-huh. that can put them together. They call them put together. <laughs> put together. Right? And it was just funny. To, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, how fancy. But uh, it was just funny. But my father used to have a saying, and this is like what I you know I drill into my kids because I'm you know like uh, some people say it's like OCD, like just so meticulous. But my father used to say you know he used to say I don't care if you're picking fly shit out of pepper for a job. He goes, you do it mm. the best. He goes, I, I don't care how meaningless your job is. If you don't do it 100%, don't even bother doing it, you know. And my father was like a, like the, the, the you know. That's better than Gary V's. That's, that's, that's better than anything like, Gary V's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple. Oh, of yeah. Things, but, uh, but, no, it's the truth. But that's how I am. It's like if you're not going to do it the best, you know, and that's what, like, you know, like at the pizza parlor. Yeah, they put the pepperoni on all sloppy, you know? You know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put it underneath the cheese, and it's like it goes on top of the cheese. But it's not like, you know, you got to give a shit, you know what I mean? Just to make it look right or yeah. like, make sure it is right. You know, it doesn't take any more time to do the job. This is a right tip for anybody that listens know? to Gary V. If you but, need Gary V to motivate yourself, chances are it's just not going to work out for you. You know, unless if you're not motivated on your own, Gary V isn't going to be the one that that turns you into a multimillionaire. I'm sorry, no. it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, don't even waste your time on his gimmicks. Yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, there's like there's like all the I I've been seeing a lot about the Amazon fulfillment lately. About like oh like I just saw a thing the other day. It was like. How do we? How did we make a million dollars on Amazon last year? It's like we go to Marshalls and TJ Maxx and we buy clothes and we. Oh yeah, dude! I I, I, I see shit like that too, like the drop shipping. Uh, It's like I saw some all these weird like fake finance and like you know all Mm -hmm. that shit. Like this this guy's like some you know entrepreneur guy or whatever, and he has people call in, and the kid's like, I started this drop shipping business. I'm 16 years old. I made $500,000 this year. I'm like, what are we do? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, chances are, there's no way this is, like, legit, right? Well, yeah, no, maybe that kid made $500,000, but somebody gave him thirty grand. Maybe <laughs> to like buy the first yeah, skin of shit. Maybe you know, yeah. it's like you can't just and you can't, I don't know, I think, like, there's, you, you guys ever see that guy Dave Ramsey? No. So Dave, Dave oh, Ramsey yeah. is all oh, about yeah. getting rid of your debt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't I don't follow him closely. My brother follows him very closely, and it seems like he's genuine. And, mm-hmm. and Derek, I, if you follow him, I'd be interested to hear your interpretation. I, I but, go ahead. But, you know, I see Continue. that, like, his whole thing is, like, don't over leverage yourself you know like if you're in debt don't get further into debt. Uh, Pay off it's very debt. obvious i mean you know? i don't think i needed this guy to tell me that 
Makes sense. No, but I mean, dude, he, his whole thing is he posts these these uh, people like follow his plan and they'll pay off. Like I just saw today, some couple paid off two hundred thirty five thousand dollars in credit card debt or something that they had. Um, and 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 I don't believe like obviously in order to go through life with efficiency, you need to carry some debt, right? You can't be expected. Well, you to, could like, use debt. You could use debt to make a lot of money. That's like right. this is something but that I like. You can also use debt to lose a well, tremendous obviously. amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but but if you had, even if you had enough, let's say you wanted to buy a house and it was a million dollars, it's a mm-hmm. smarter thing to do to get a mortgage instead of just paying mm-hmm. for that house like cash, because oh, the yeah, rate 100%. of your mortgage is a lot less than if you took that money and just put it in investments. You'd make a lot more money over that. 30 years than you would if you just, yes. you know, locked up all that, tied up all that money in the house, like in, in cash, yeah. you know, like there's ways to use debt to like make a ton of money. But, you know, there's also ways, you know, if you just buy a bunch on your credit card and I'd rather have, I'd rather have the mortgage. Paid it's off. not, it's not a smarter thing. You could make more money by not yeah. doing it. Yeah. No, I didn't say, I, 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 nope, nobody ever accused me. Well, D- Derek and I just had this off, conversation but... because I was looking to get a mortgage and I was like talking about the debt that I have right now. And all the debt that I have right now carries a 0% interest rate. Mm-hmm. So I have multiple 0% interest rate loans. So I would be an asshole to pay off those loans early. Mm-hmm. Like it would literally be a you're waste just, of You're money just tying up all that money early. when you could be using exactly, that money to make more money in investments and stuff. At, at, any, at any rate, if I, had, if I had that money earning half a percent, it's It'd be making you money, more. yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it'd be it'd be stupid to to pay off those loans early, but you know, with underwriters and loans, having that debt hurts my loan potential, right? Because it's money that I owe someone. Mm-hmm. But it's like what you know, it, it's it's very interesting. But anyway, the only reason I brought that up was because I feel like that culture of like. And that encouragement of like, oh, start an Amazon drop shipping, start this, you know, invest in, you know, go on Robinhood, invest in GameStop, buy this, do that. <laughs> like, a lo- I think there's a lot of encouragement of doing all that shit with borrowed money because you will, you know, this, this, like, you will be successful. Well, that doesn't like, make any ah. sense. I don't know if you should go borrow money to like, you know, invest in Doge. <laughs> like, that's but dude, stupid. But, but the thing is, people are convinced of that. Oh, that's these, crazy. Like, that's by insane. By these accounts that show like the drop shipping thing. Yeah, you need twenty thousand dollars to start one of those right because you got to buy you have to lay out for the initial product yeah so people are going to go shit where can i get that twenty thousand dollars i don't have it you know and then it falls apart i don't know i just think it's um i think that it's we've talked about this before too like i think a lot of these like motivational guys are like irresponsibly driving people to get themselves in trouble and then when it comes for accountability they're like oh i didn't tell you to do that you know i it's very simple if i knew the secrets to making hundreds of millions of dollars I'm going to be using this, those secrets to make hundreds of millions. Of dollars. I'm not going to be telling yeah. anybody, and I'm not going to be wasting my time right. putting out videos you know, on YouTube. Right. Like It just doesn't I make know. any – there's a new guy I've been seeing on TikTok. His name's like Grant like Cardone or something. He's like a southern mm-hmm. guy, and he's like telling this story about how he needed to like um, – he, he, he wanted Wait, was he, he the guy that made the YouTube book? I don't know. He's the guy that bought a golf stream. He like – he bought a private jet because he oh, wanted to write yeah, it off yeah. on his taxes. He's mm, like, you know, yeah. I wanted this Gulfstream. I call up Gulfstream. He's like, give me a yeah, jet. Yeah, They're like, I we can't that. get you a jet. He's like, you know what I did? Mm. I wired them the full the full amount for the jet, and I sent it right to their account. And he called up the guy. He's yeah. like, listen, I just sent – it was like stupid. I don't know. And then he was like yeah, talking about – um, what's his name? The Wolf of Wall Street All guy. these guys just want to flex a little bit harder on their other billionaire friends. Dude, you know – 
I, I, I know some people and I'm connected through like my job, you know, to people that have a fucking ton of money. Yeah. Like I, there's a person that I've worked for many times who has more money, I would think, than any of these people. This dude would do anything other than talk about it on the internet. Yeah, that's that, those you are know? the real wealthy people. Yep. It's like they don't want anybody to know who they are. Yep. Like this guy has yep, more money exactly. and probably more power than like than 20 Gary V's. <laughs> Dude, tw- 20,000 Gary V's. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. anything else. It's just like anything else. If you have it, mm-hmm. you don't flaunt yep. it. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's But now with this internet goes, shit, you know, you know, it's like you got to motivate. Uh, yeah. Well, they're just using it to make money. Do they they don't exactly. really know how to make a ton of money. So that's how they're making well, money is by convincing, uh, you know, a bunch of sixteen-year-olds, you know, who want to buy a Ferrari yeah. that they they, they have the secrets, Ram- you know. That's with Dave yeah. Ramsey. His big th- that was his big thing was, and for like for years, honestly, I bought into it, and I would drive my wife crazy, and she's <laughs> like, "Dude, I hate to talk. Like, we're not fucking eating beans and rice <laughs> for dinner. Like, I don't give a fuck." Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's the truth. It's like, you know, yeah, I, I get it. You you can't waste your money but at the same time you you, you gotta have, have an enjoyable life bit. yeah and i go by the logic too yeah i was just gonna say life you is could die tomorrow and it's like mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna enjoy it a little bit you know and it's always easier to enjoy it you know if you have some money and uh, not being in debt because mm-hmm. i've been on both sides of it but it's um you know it, it just a lot of it's unrealistic we were working one time in this affluent neighborhood in this house probably one of the nicest houses I've ever been in my life. It was just absolutely gorgeous. A single woman had it. And um, there was this guy that was living in, in like, the in-law apartment, which was gorgeous in the basement. Ended up being our ex-husband. And it was such a (laughs) weird situation. They got divorced, and he lived downstairs. And the, the daughter was, like, a complete nut job. And this woman... She owned the website. I believe it was called shop.com. It was like right mm. when like QVC and all these were getting popular. And she basically sold like it was okay. like Amway. You're a little bit young, mm-hmm. Paul. You probably don't remember Amway. But Amway was like kind of Avon. Like people sold like household products. And what she did was she dragged the people in to sell the shit. So she made it like she made all this money selling this shit. But all she was doing was recruiting people to buy yeah. her system. And they make a commission on it, Just kind of like yeah. how Gary V is. But it was be- yeah, but it was before, like, online, you know, before the internet, you know. And I was just like, what a freaking scam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know what? I mean, I, I I never learned anything about business, like, from my father. He was just not that type of person. His logic was, you want mm-hmm. more money, go work more. You know, that's how you made more money in the Forrester household. And I know it's not the right way, and it hasn't served me always well, but, it, um, you know, there is no easy way to get it. You know, you got to work hard for it, and it's yeah. not always easy, you know. And, yeah. um, I don't know. You, know, it's you can always work, make more you know? money, but you can't make more time, you know. I just had this conversation yeah. with a buddy of mine um, who's, you know, he's – I work a lot. I mean, we all work a lot, but, like, this guy is, like, you know – his life situation doesn't really allow for him to work as much as he does. And I don't know that it's even like worth it. You know, like it mm. doesn't even seem worth it. The amount of time that he's away and the amount of, you know, it's like for what? Um, and you know, it, it's, it, there's a, there's a fine line. There's a balance, well, right? There's a balance. It, well, well, it's funny. Uh, an old friend of mine I used to work with, he's living in uh, Scotland right now. 
and he was Scottish, and uh, he worked at the Pizza Parlor for years, and he retired about two or three years ago. But he called me this morning, and he was saying, he goes, I can't believe you're still working. He's like, I see you online, like, nonstop. How are you doing it? And it's funny because people, I would tell people, I mean, up until, I mean, you guys, up until a year ago, I was working mm -hmm. 75 hours a week. And people are like, oh, no, that's not possible. It's like, no, it, it was possible. I worked every day from, you know, 7 till 9, 9.30 at night. You know, Saturdays till 5 and Sundays usually till 4. It was a lot of pizzas. Day, you know, or 3. But it's like, yeah. And it's like, you know, I needed to do that so my kids could, you know, have mm -hmm. what they wanted and needed and, you know, provide for my family. But um, it's just funny. You know, he's like, I can't believe you were still working. But I told him I don't work in overtime anymore, you know, and, and so it's nice. But it is... Um, you know, it is about balance, but that's hot. That's yeah, hot. I don't know. Balance. It's tough. Some, you know, you got to take it in ebbs and flows, right? You got to be willing to work when you yeah. have to work more, and you got to know when to, like, take a step back. Yeah. Well, it's like how these places became populated years ago, mm. like California with the gold rush. That's mm -hmm. where the work was. You know, people aren't willing yeah. to do that nowadays. I mean, I used to rent to a girl, and uh, she had reached out to me like a couple of years after she left and she was from Connecticut but she was living in Austin and I was like Jesus how'd you end up in Austin mm -hmm. she's like that's where the work is you know but people don't want to do that nowadays they want everything given yeah I think them. that's a tough thing you know? and I think that you know oh, of like, it is. It's and it's hot. so funny too because here there's like in, on Long Island at least there's like a massive massive labor shortage here like an unfillable labor, uh -huh. labor shortage. Nobody can find anybody to work. Anybody that does want to work, like whatever is no good or whatever their complaint is. But it's like then you then you see in other places there's like all these people complaining about how they are skilled and they can't work. It's like, well, then you got to move. It sucks. You don't want to. Exactly. It sucks. You don't want to have to move. But if, if you want to work, sometimes you got to move. Yeah. You know, it's like you said, it's like the gold rush. That's, yeah. uh, you know, people died trying to get there just to work. People were dying yeah. to try to go yeah. and just just yeah. just to try to work. Now all you got to do is get on a plane, you yeah. know. And moving sucks. Nobody wants to do it, but you know, shit. It must have know, been I, so I, different back then. Like people oh are so soft nowadays. Oh, like my God. it's so insane. The shit I see people complaining about. Like it's like God. Do you have any idea? Like yeah. oh, like two hundred years ago, what life was like. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, it's yeah. like, I know, like, there's things we got to improve. But it's like, you know, you got to take a step back and, like, think about, like, just how good it is nowadays. Well, it's mm -hmm. like. Well, no one's going to shoot funny, you for so your Yeah, dude. Work. Right? I mean. Like. Yeah. Well, that's what. In work, we were looking for a location to find this trouble the other day. And it's right underneath the highway where we're working. And, you know, these these things were put in, you know probably like mm. 1900 you know 1910 1920 you know or the 30s probably actually now that i think of it but it's like the highway was probably built in the mm -hmm. 50s or the 60s you know so it's like on our prints it doesn't show that it's like yeah, well, it yeah. Probably mm -hmm. wasn't even here you know at the time you know things have changed over mm -hmm. the years so much you know it's like but um you know back then things were different you know people didn't have modern conveniences oh, yeah. like they had i had now, this hysterical you know? interaction at work one day so like you know i'm in my office and there's a younger kid who works in the office, and and he's uh he was bitching about the, the the chairs that we have at the office. So like him and I sit in uh, at, at a separate desk, 
Anyway, we have, like, the old chairs, and there are these new nice chairs. They're expensive. Like, I don't know if you've ever looked into this, but nice nice Herman Miller de- uh, office chairs are, like, 1200 bucks. Yeah, I believe like a it. nice office chair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's this one chair. It's, like, the most popular office chair. It's called, like, the Arrow or something like that. And um, so yeah. this this kid, this, this co- colleague of mine, is complaining to our boss about the chair. He's like, oh, you know, like, I really think we should invest in some new chairs, blah, blah, blah. Like, these two chairs that me and Chris sit in are really, like, kind of crappy. And he looks at me. He's like, right? And I'm like, I'm not saying shit. You know, like, I don't need a chair. Like, so then the <laughs> boss turns to me. He goes, he goes, Chris, is this chair really that uncomfortable that you need a new one? And I go, well, it's more comfortable than a bucket. And he looks at the kid. He goes, you hear that? It's more comfortable than a bucket. How much time have you spent sitting on a fucking bucket? And he couldn't say anything. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, it's true. Most of my working career has been spent sitting on the floor yeah. eating lunch or sitting on yeah. a, a spackle bucket yeah. upside down. Because that was or the not sitting sit. at all. <laughs> or not sitting. Or being outside in a fucking yeah. concrete Dude, How about standing on a ladder? Degrees. Yeah. yeah, standing on a ladder, you know, anything. You know, you're right. Not sitting. So it was like the perspective was so different, you know? And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting in a chair in an office on a computer. This is the best fucking job I ever yeah, had, yeah. you know? Like, um, and yeah. it was just, it was, it was a, it was a. <laughs> guy, uh, said, how about you go, I'll move your desk outside. You go stand outside in the cold and do your work. Like, that's what real, some people right? have to do, you know? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're talking yeah, to yeah, exactly. outside every day. That's what, that's what you Christina, the other day, it was like eight degrees out. She says, mm-hmm. I hope you're not outside in this. I'm like, you know what? I've been outside yeah. in this for <laughs> over 30 years. Like, like mm-hmm. not am I only outside. Yeah. I'm pumping mm-hmm. water right now. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what it's like rolling up wet hoses, you know, and all that stuff? It's just miserable. But you know what? When it's 75 degrees out and somebody's sitting in their mm-hmm. office looking outside and I'm yep. sitting outside enjoying myself... I don't call my boss and say, you know what? It's kind of nice yeah, out right. today. Do you have any? You have a basement I can go into, me, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you got to take the good with it's the so bad. It's so funny. You know, Yesterday, but... when Matt and I were looking at that staircase, the house is like on the water, like in the freaking waterfall. Mm. It's like that house. Oh we're yeah, on. yeah. And it was cold. It was like thirty something. The electricians were there putting in high hats, and the house is completely open, so the wind was just cutting through it. And I got in the car, and I was heading home, and I uh, Angela called me. And I was like, I was like, yo, I'm like, I, I turned into such a pussy. Like I used to work outside in that weather all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like I, that's what I did. And I, yeah. yesterday I was freezing, you know, and I like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like this was like when I was just being out there with him and I, we also granted we were measuring. So it's not like we were really working, you know, so your blood wasn't flowing. Yeah. I had just that actually off. makes such a big difference. Yeah. Like if you're oh, yeah, dude, working, I, I was measuring with a laser yeah. and typing on my computer. So I was fucking. Pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, You'd be better off so like cold. carrying bags of concrete. Like seriously. And I said, and I said to Angela, I was like, man, I'm not like, I'm not as uh, I'm not as tough as I once was about working outside, you know, like this fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, but think about how many people never get that experience to know, you know, I mean, like to never even know what it's like to have to stand on a ladder all day or like carry something up a ladder. I don't know. I'd rather have my experience than the uh, than have soft hands. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's funny because what was it on? Um, What were you on? Somebody was just complaining about the noise I was making. Yeah, it was on Clubhouse. What was that? 
Yeah, clubhouse. <laughs> and, and so he's like, what are you sanding? I'm you know like, what? I'm Speaking of hands. hands I was embarrassed I, after, you know. I was look, like, watching oh Jimmy's God. stories the other yeah, day. But my hands are nasty. I love Jimmy. Jimmy knows I love <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. I'm getting concerned about Jimmy's hand. Paul, before before no, dude, before you say something, that's nothing compared to Jimmy's hands. I was watching one of these days. We're just gonna get a call from Jimmy's. Like, guys, my fingers just shriveled up and fell off. I mean, Jesus Christ, Jimmy! Jimmy's got to put cream or something. He's got to sleep with his hands in a thing of lotion. Christ! That that's dude. That's what you I put do the glove. Oh on. my God! Put the glove on. Yeah. I, I just put latex. Jimmy's on, hands look like hand Death Valley. And then I just put rubber gloves mm-hmm. on and sleep. Yeah. Dude, my, my skin the other day was like, I swear it was like oh, ready to Jesus rip. Christ. It was like so I put cream on my hands now because they're just, they get so dry. I just hate the feeling of when they're like super dry, you know? After working yeah. all day. I just hate yeah. when my, no- I hate the yeah. knuckle splitting. Yeah, I, yeah. I dropped that, uh, I dropped that 90X, the Tatmatic, the heavy one. I was pulling it out of the, the, the Bridgeport head, and it, you know, like when you release Oh, I know, and, and the thing falls, falls, yeah. It, it fucking fell and, and went across all Ugh. my knuckles. And that thing weighs like seven pounds. Ugh. I was like, oh, and of course it split all three of my knuckles open. I was like, son of a bitch. Like, those are going to get, those cuts are just going to get infected. It's going to hurt like hell. Like, these little ass yep. cuts, dude. Oh, I got that right now. Yep. I have one on the oh. side of my finger right now, and it's killing yeah. me. And that's what, like, at work, when I my gloves rip, and I'm in that Oh, nasty that's water, crazy. That's, that, that's like, the pizza oh water, God. right? That's the pizza water? That's, that's what makes yeah, it taste That's what gives the dough flavor. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I sent a message to a guy the other day. He said something. He, what would he say? I, I forget what it was, but I was like, dude, this is what mm. I'm dealing with right now. And oh. I'm in the bottom of the hole, and it's like... Just water's just pouring in it. Everything's Ugh, black dude. slime, and he's I, like, I "Have a good day." For you on that, man. It's like, yeah. Well, but yeah, but you that's know what? right. But anyway, what have you guys been watching? Let's close it up. Ooh, I actually, just, I got, I got. Go ahead, go ahead. I got my uh, recommend recommendation. It's not what I was watching, but um, you got to listen to. Uh, I now he's I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say his last name wrong. You got to listen to dies in every film. Uh, own uh, honor. I don't. I can't remember how to say his last name, so I'm not going to bother. But honor on uh, Jeff Fader's podcast on the Full Blast podcast, and I know Derek. I know you're a fan of uh, of his work. Um, this yep. he, <laughs> the guy's a lunatic. He tells a story about when he was in the army and his. Uh, he calls him his boss, so I'm assuming he was like a rank above him. Got blown up by an IED oh, like Jesus right in front of him. Christ. The way he tells the story, he's like like. Obviously, it's a very serious thing, but, like, you can tell this dude just, like, is a fearless, you know, like, lunatic. Yeah. I mean, and, like, he's super talented, and, he, you know, he he's posts these hysterical videos of, like, him and his kids and his wife. And, like, he just seems like a, like a great guy and, like, someone I really would love to meet. Um, and he's, he's a great knife maker, and he's a really talented UFC fighter. And, and Jeff posted all these videos of him, like, in these UFC fights where he – Dude, he does. Uh, he's actually uh, in the UFC. He's not in UFC. Oh, but he does mixed oh, martial okay. arts fighting. I was about to say like, whoa. And he's part of like a he's part of like a, a team or whatever in England. Mm-hmm. And he fights this one dude. He's five six. This guy, and he fights this one dude who's like got to be six something. Oh, jeez. And within like a minute, he gets him in a rear naked chokehold and lifts the dude up off his. It looks like he's gonna rip the guy's head oh, off. Wow. And the whole time he's got this smile on his face. He's like a psycho. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a psycho. And he's uh, 
a great knife maker. He does amazing restoration. He's got a great YouTube channel. And the interview is just, it's awesome. It's a really good interview. What was the video posted on? What? Where was the video? Did you look it up? The fight? It's on YouTube. Um, But Jeff links them all in the show notes of the the episode. So listen to it. Um, It's just, it's it's. Did you see that fight Uh, video from that that, uh, Oklahoma football player got in? With these two yeah, Emmett, in the bathroom, dude. When he beats the shit out of that dude, dude, that's. Yeah, I think I think that, he got charged for that. Who the Oklahoma guy? I, mean. I think the the MMA. No, the MMA here. here I think no, the MMA. I, I'll be pissed if that MMA fighter got in trouble for that because if you look yeah. at the video, for people who haven't seen the video, it's basically there's these two prick football players. You know, that probably think they're tough guys because mm-hmm. they play football. You know, and these two smaller oh, yeah, brothers. Yeah. He's two smaller guys, and if you look at the one guy with the curly hair, he's got a bloody nose. So something, yeah. somebody punched him in the nose already, and then yeah, they're you know they're yelling at each other. He didn't, you know, obviously nothing. Someone punched him, and he didn't do anything yet. So he got hit first. Then the other mm-hmm. kid in the back pushes the kid with the curly hair, and but the kid with the curly hair was looking the other way, so he didn't see who pushed him. He assumed it was yeah. the guy directly in front of him, the football player. The guy's name's like Spencer something. And so mm-hmm. he gets pushed. He looks at the guy, wipes the blood off his nose, slaps him in the face with with, with his bloody hand, and then punches him. And then, like, just you know, lays into. Oh him. my god! These two <laughs> smaller guys just beat the shit out of these two football players, like bad. Like it was, it was bad. And like, and you could tell, like, the guy was wearing cowboy boots. I mean, you don't mess with the guy who was mm-hmm. rocking cowboy boots, you know. <laughs> but. That's a crazy video. It was crazy. It was a crazy video. You know, but but that's what they get. Like, that's mm-hmm. what you get. They Obviously, they're the ones that started the fight because the kid's got a bloody nose. Somebody hit him, and they refrained, you know, from hitting these two football players yeah. up until they hit him again. And then they said, you know what? That's it. You guys are getting the shit kicked out of you, you know? that's that is, I was just thinking about this last night. And, like, that's kind of the problem of the social media thing is, like, you know, like you used to be able to get in a fight, and then nothing would happen. Yeah, and nothing would and happen. It would just end. If you're both wrong, nothing happens. Yeah, like even when I was coming up, like in BMX, we used to go to Austin, and we'd always get in bar fights. Every time we'd go to Austin, we'd get in bar fights. Yeah, but nothing ever happened. You know, like someone would get the shit kicked out of them. You know, you'd wind up with a black eye or whatever, and that's it. It would all just be over. The next day, you know, you'd never see those people again. And that was it. You'd wake up the next day, everybody would be like, holy shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that happened last night. Yeah. You know? But now, yeah. it's like, God forbid, th- this, th- there's probably lawsuits that'll go on forever. Over yeah, and now people are know? extra and, crazy, like, too. Kid's life up. Like, now yeah. people are extra crazy. People yeah. got weapons and stuff. Like, you can, nowadays, I yeah. feel like people are just extra crazy. I don't know what it is. Dude, I'll never forget. I just feel we that We got way. in a bar fight in Austin once, and I remember walking down the street, we're leaving the fight. We're leaving the bar. It was like whatever, a big fucking huge brawl at this bar called Shakespeare's. Anybody that's been to Austin knows Shakespeare's. It was a shit show. $5 pitchers of mixed drinks. That was the deal they had this night. Oh, God. $5 pitchers of mixed drinks. So you would get a whole... How are they even making money? (laughs) Because it's like bottom shelf, like whiskey and soda. And everyone's getting fucking shit. This is when I used to drink. Shit face wasted. And we're walking home from the bar and... This, this big fight, whatever, and then as we're walking, I see my friend in front of me. He's, like, a block ahead. All of a sudden, this body comes flying out of an alley and just, like, slings him in oh the face. Oh, my God. And the next day, we wake up, and him and his girlfriend come out of the room they were sleeping in, and both of them have black eyes. He's got his left eye. He's got a shiner, oh, and geez. she's got her right eye. She's got a shiner because they had... 
she had gotten in a fight with some Cuban girl. She was from Florida, Uh-oh. and she hated Cuban girls. And then he got involved, and then the boyfriends got involved. And the next thing you know, it's like uh. there's 100 people just, like, going nuts. You know, but it, thank God, and none of it's on film. Everybody goes home, and everything's fine. Yeah. You know? Like, you're not going to sue yeah. somebody over a black eye. Yeah. You know, it's just over. So that's your pick of the week, the uh, bathroom brawl? No, no, no. It just made <laughs> me think of that. But I just actually I watched today, you know, because I always come with the non-maker um, videos. Yeah. Um, I watched the big short, the movie. You know, again, now I'm an investor. I'm into investing. I've never seen that. You, you know yeah, this. You I'm go. an investor oh, yeah, you're now. you're a day trader yeah. now. I know. Um, yeah. Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> but that was actually an interesting movie, and it shows you, like, just how screwed up, like, these, those mm-hmm. banks were and stuff. It's, pre- it's, it's bad what they did. Like and how these guys, you know, were. I have to watch it. I've never. It's watched a good it. movie. It's it's um it's it's Christian Bale, um, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Carell, Steve Ryan Carell Gosling, Brad Pitt. Um, it's a good movie. But I'll have to watch yeah, it. yeah. I've been I've been wanting to because I know it's uh I know it's critically acclaimed. Yeah, dude, and it's like with Tim Dillon. Like Tim Dillon used to sell subprime mortgages. Like, and he, he always really? talked, yeah, dude, it's so funny. Dude, he's the funniest freaking guy right now. I listen to him every day. And he was talking about, he was telling, he was telling Joe Rogan, he was like, you know, me, you know, I used to work with these people who were like barely employable. Like half of them just got like Dewey's, like their mothers are driving them to work because they lost their license. And he's like, and we would go into the office and we'd call people and we'd tell them that we're financial advisors. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like selling people these subprime mortgages, like the adjustable mortgages or whatever. And he even he even got one for himself. He's like, I was like 25 years old and I bought a $750,000 house on an adjustable rate mortgage or whatever the hell it's called. And then he said mm-hmm. he just the, – the, 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 the mortgage kept going up or whatever and he just couldn't pay it anymore. And he said, you know, I just left. He's like, I don't even know what happened. He's like, I just left. <laughs> I mean – God, just paying, just paying interest, just paying interest, and that's yeah, it. they must have just foreclosed the house or whatever. He just, he just yeah. packed up and I left. Mean, like, that's it. I don't know. I, I, I remember, I won't say who it was. A kid I used to work with. He was talking. One of the other guys I worked with had filed for bankruptcy at some point in his life. Yeah. And he was like talking about how like all his debt went away, and then this kid I was working with was like. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll just like eventually have to do that. But it doesn't sound like it's that bad. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, please. Yeah, that's definitely don't not. Do that. That's definitely please. not good. Don't listen. Don't listen to his experience and think that it's like just fine. You know, like yeah. Oh God. I don't know. I don't know where you guys find time to watch. That's why I haven't watched. Uh, that's why I haven't watched the Big Short. Yeah. I I never watch I, it, and I've got to make so, an effort to like watch more movies because there's like a lot of good movies out there. But I get sucked into the YouTube like highlight clips. Like I wanted to watch that uh, World War II movie, uh, Fury, with Brad Pitt, the tank movie. Oh yeah. And instead, I just watched like uh, I just watched like ten highlight clips on YouTube, and now I feel like I know the whole plot, and it's a waste of time to spend two hours watching. They have that on TikTok too, where you'll be you'll you'll see like you'll scroll through the for you page. And it'll be like part yeah. seventeen of a movie, and you'll watch it and you'll be like, "Oh, this looks good." So then you got to go back to the page, go all the way down to part one, and then you spend seventeen minutes watching like a clip of the movie through TikTok on all these different like posts. It's funny, but that's probably the best seventeen minutes of the movie, and you probably, probably don't have to watch the movie. Probably, now, you know, yeah, like you know, spoiler. Dude, look alert, how dark it is. In this room. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, I, well, we start when it's light out. I don't have the lights on. The windows are all open and then we keep on going and it's pitch black mm-hmm. now. I'm in the dark. Like yeah. this is just. 
Derek, give me your pick of the week because my client's here waiting outside. Uh I told her it's warmer outside than it is in my shop, so she might as well stay there. So I'm picking quarter leather, C-O-R-T-E-R. And the only reason I'm picking it, he's got a good channel. He makes leather stuff. He's down uh, Cape Cod. But he has a great video he posted a couple days ago, how I invented a million-dollar product. And he tells the story on this product he invented and sold a million dollars worth of it. He's just a regular dude. And it's really interesting how he did it. He goes through the whole thing and how he invented it and how he, you know, sold it and, you know, just the different versions of it. And stuff What's like the product? A cool. leather working product? So, uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not going to no, tell you. You're going to have to check it out. But um, it's it's just pretty, pretty funny how it happened and everything. But, yeah. Yeah, so go check it out. But he makes great leather things as well. But All right. That's well, um, by the time this episode comes out, I will have already been on TV. Um, oh, yeah. And next week we can talk about Wait, it. Wait, what day is it? Tuesday so, or Wednesday? Um, it's Tuesday okay. on the 9th at 10 o'clock. we got to watch um, this. So we'll see. Nice. We'll see. You know, you'll have to s- s- tune in, see how I did. Wait, well, let's let's. Let's watch it and listen on uh, so Oh, I'm that's a good idea. Angela- we should do a live clubhouse thing as it's going. A- Angela oh, was saying, on, like, oh, maybe on. she was like, oh, we should, like, Zoom, do, like, a Zoom call with Derek and Paul and some of your friends. And I was like, well, I kind of want to, like, watch it, oh, though. That's true. And I feel like if I'm doing that, I'm not really going to watch it. Yeah. So maybe we'll do, yeah. like, I don't know, maybe yeah. we'll, like, we'll do a reaction or something on Clubhouse. This is, like, a f- those fight companions that Joe Rogan used to do. He yeah, would, like, exactly. do the podcast when the UFC was going. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah, I know, and I can violate my NDA and never get my, uh, never get any another opportunity from them again. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm all I'm all paid and everything. I'm I'm gonna rip into them one of these days, freaking forged and fire. Well, you know what was interesting, and I and we we gotta end this episode. But did you guys see that uh, after Walter Sorrells was on? Uh, Forge and Fire, and then did like a whole YouTube video about his experience. Oh, and I always wondered if he got that cleared with them, or if he was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, you know, like because I don't think he won his yeah. episode. So no, maybe he was like, you know what? Oh, oh Jesus no, he Christ! Was he was like, off first. Oh wow! Dang, his blade cracked or something right? like that. That just goes because yeah, that's that, that because they'll give you like some stupid like a car bumper to make your thing out of. Like take these yeah. like you know rusty right. shovels and mm-hmm. make a knife. It's like all right, you know they're running out of ideas. Clearly, they did a collaboration with Assembly Required. Oh, did they really? Did you guys see that? Yeah, they they like it's like this gimmicky episode. They're like Tim Allen sent us a crate of stuff, and it's like a chainsaw <laughs> and like a hammer. It's like all right, enough. I don't know. You should be like. Just contact New Jersey right. fucking yeah. steel back. Yeah, right. Get, get, some, some good steel. get something good. Leave let's, the bump let's is see something with substance. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget yeah. to check out all the other podcasts in the world everywhere. Um, and uh, that's it. Listen to um, the Axe and Irons Trent Presler interview, too. I think I talked about that last week, but it was great. That's it. Uh-huh. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. Oh, boy. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.